0: Ladies and gentlemen, you found the program that pulls no punches, that knocks out political correctness, and delivers a right cross to defend the Constitution. We call it Fighting Words. And now, entering the ring, retired infantry colonel, child liar, and fighter for truth and justice. Kurt Schlichter! Yes, that loud, aggressive rock music indicates one thing. Kurt Schlichter here with another edition of Fighting Words, the Hugh Hewitt affiliated podcast. For your listening pleasure, where I try and keep it FCC compliant, going to be hard to do this week. Very, very hard. Why? Bill de Blasio let me tell you what he did today I'm recording this on Wednesday the 29th and I know for a fact that Hugh Hewitt's going to talk about this tomorrow Thursday the 30th because I sent him a direct message outraged over this outrage of outrageousness here's what here's what Bill de Blasio that communist uh, FCC compliance damn you that that uh, that no good rapscallion he decided to send out a tweet. Now, uh, there are large Hasidic Jewish communities within New York City and the New York area. And one of the, one of their prominent members died, and there was a funeral, and people turned out for it. And apparently, uh, Governor, I'll go to the gym. You stay locked up in your little walk-up apartment. Uh, was outraged that these people got together to mourn the loss of their community. And... What he tweeted out, and I'm not going to read it verbatim, is essentially, hey, you members of the Jewish community need to understand, you know, we'll prosecute you if you gather in large groups. Yes, yes, the mayor of a major American city, the major American city, a former Democrat candidate for president. Now, he wasn't a winner. He was a loser. But most of them were losers. Even the winner's a loser. But look, this is this is not some nobody. And he was tweeting out, you Jewish people keep in line or we're going to arrest you for gathering for religious ceremonies. This is America, people. I know. I looked around. I checked. I did my GPS. Yeah, I'm still in America. New York's still in America. What the hell? What the hell was this guy thinking? Well, let's just say the reaction among everybody except other prominent Democrats was distinctly negative. You see, there are bad experiences with governments out there who threaten the Jewish people. Okay, that doesn't have a good track record. And I'm sorry, you don't get the benefit of the doubt. Now, some people compared this unfavorably to another tweet he put out where he was Showing solidarity with Muslims celebrating Ramadan. Hey, you know, I'm going to help distribute halal food so you can have your your Ramadan celebration. Nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with supporting a, a, a religious community. What is wrong is attacking one. What is wrong is singling one out. What is wrong is setting one apart. What's next? What's next? Do, do I need to go down the road and be sarcastic and say, hey, are you going to stick yellow stars on people's clothes? That's a pretty ugly image, but it's a pretty ugly thing to do. And the reason that that ugliness would come to mind is because of the hideous history of anti-Semitism, particularly among leftists and our socialists, especially and notoriously national socialists that we've experienced through history. This is unacceptable, folks. I mean, we can't accept it. But you know who is accepting it? The Democratic Party. There's been almost no pushback that I've seen. And I I hope I'm wrong. I hope you can go out there and go, no, Congressperson such and such said this. And no, Senator so-and-so said that. And no, Governor XYZ said this. But I've heard silence. Where's Nancy Pelosi? Where's Chuck Schumer? Where the hell are they? Saying, no, this is not, good God, no. Where is him coming out going, I can't believe I sent that tweet. Oh my gosh, that just, I I see why people are horrified. That is not my intent. I don't, oh my gosh, you know. Look, I'm not one for the big, you must repudiate what so-and-so said because you're not responsible for what uh, someone else says and i'm not a big one for apologizing for things because most of the time it's to shut up the people yelling at you and not because you're actually sorry because you actually did something wrong here we have an exception to both rules okay the democrat party has a major leader who is singling out jewish people for threats of government prosecution that's not okay there's no circumstance where it becomes okay and no just because there is a virus out there does not excuse you from summoning up hideous horrors of the past into the present from evoking them now am i saying he wants to go out and murder people i'm not saying that it's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is you can't single out a religious community for hatred which is what this was doing and if that wasn't your intent Bill de Blasio you should get out there and go holy cow not my intent go down meet with the folks go oh you know me I'm not like that blah 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 and maybe they go oh okay it was a big must understand that's fine but you can't do this and have it be okay you can't do this and have people just go eh he's probably cool all right, that, that's not cool. There's, there's no situation where that doesn't require comment. Okay? And look, I don't hold other Democrats responsible for this statement. I do hold them responsible for saying, you know, Bill, you need to fix this. And again, the whole repudiation. Do you repeat what Trump said? Well, most of the time, no, he was right. But in this case, this case, you can't have a major party that tolerates this kind of ethnic religious hatred in its ranks. You can't do that. They can't do that without pushback. And we need to push back. And I I, I think their own party needs to push back from the inside. And I don't understand why this isn't the lead story on every news. But maybe, I don't know, maybe some idiot decided he was going to make a cocktail out of pine salt you know, in podunk Iowa. Oh, it's Trump. Trump told him to drink Lysol. Now he's making Manhattan's out of it. Our media is garbage. It really is. It really is. Boy, did you check out how mad, uh, he was the other day at this Olivia Noozy person? The little 29 year old who had, uh, you know, Mr. Trump, now that more people have died from COVID than then Vietnam, do you not deserve re-election? Okay, okay, all right. I talk about this in my Thursday town hall column, which is questions real reporters would ask if they cared about anything other than pushing the Democrat na- uh, narrative. And one of the questions would be, okay, what's the right number of people to have died? What's your success criteria and why? That is, you know, if one died, would that be too? Would Trump be a failure if one person died of COVID, of the Chinese coronavirus virus, the walking W O K I N G pneumonia, the bat soup flu? Would one people? How about two? How about ten? How about a hundred? What is the number where you would go? Oh, okay, he did a good job. Now, it's over 56,000. It's close to 60,000 today. Is that a good job? Is that a bad job? Well, they're all saying, well, that was Trump's success number. He's failed. As I recall, all the smart people, the experts, the guys who haven't been right about a damn thing, were telling us it was going to be 2.2 million people dead. And we're just pushing 60,000. Happy for the 60,000? No. But that's a lot better than we were told. And how do you measure it? What's the scale? If Joe Biden was president, what would the number be for him? Considering he can only count to 21, you know, 20, (laughs) he can only count to 20 with keeping his pants on. You get it? Um, Now, it's just, ugh. It's horrible. It's horrible how they're pushing this narrative. And, I don't see the media recovering because this is one of those times where everybody's watching. Everybody's looking. Everybody cares. Much more than usual. A lot of times, most people are like, I don't care about the news. Now a lot of people are looking at the news going, okay, all right, watching the news. Got to know what's going on. Got to see when we're getting out of stir." We're busting out of the old stony lonesome here, getting back on the streets, making moves, doing our thing, earning a living. So they're watching the news and all they see are these narratives blaming Trump for something that happened in China. Hugh is right. He's got that. If you saw his little tweet, he's got a little piece of paper uh, attached to one of his monitors. And he's got a couple monitors. I know because I have guest hosted and sat there and he's got monitors and it says this is on China. It's it's China, stupid. And it is. It is. Their lies and deceptions and incompetence at the beginning created a significant portion of the problem. Did it create every, could could they have done everything right and would it still come here? Yeah, I think it probably would have. Maybe not to the extent it did. Probably not to the extent it did. But we'll never know. We just know how bad it was there. Well, actually, we don't because they lie. And we know how bad it is here. And we have a media that wants to use it to try and get Trump reelected. As as Hugh says, the communications, uh, the, <laughs> the, the communications department of the Joe Biden campaign. There's our media. Oh, yeah. Had to wet my whistle with some Diet Dr. Pepper there. Okay. So, I'd like to know some facts. I'd like to know some contentions. I would like to know how many casualties do we think are about right? Is it zero? It's not zero. It can't be zero. Not not for serious people. Is it 100,000? Is it Fifty thousand? Is it five thousand? What's the number? What's the number that if it run through with Joe Biden being president that would have been okay? I wanna know. Now we know it was okay what what was it for uh H one N one or swine flu or one of the other things? We know it was about twelve and a half thousand. I'm and I'm taking that off the top of my head, more like Was that okay? Would that have been okay here? I just want to know what the standard is and I want to know why the standard is the standard. What are you measuring against? Why are you measuring it that way? Why would it be that and not something else? If Trump's so terrible, if Trump is so uniquely incompetent, why if you take Germany, Switzerland, France, the Netherlands, and stick them together Comes out to, and I think, Spain, too. Has kind of a population equal to the United States. They've also got casualties equal to the United States. What did they do wrong? I mean, you can't tell me what Trump did wrong. What did they do wrong? That's my wife getting ice, by the way. Hi, honey. Hi, honey. Hi. Life goes on at Fort Schlichter. As it, as it should. As she gets ice and water. She's filling up the world's biggest cup. Apparently, she chose now to become dehydrated. So we're just going to, here it goes. It just keeps going on and on and on. There it goes. There it goes. Holy cow. Okay. They, they, they've got numbers about equal to the United States in population and in death. What, what, did they, what did they do wrong? Because if they've got the same casualty figures for various countries, of roughly equivalent size in the United States, what did Trump do wrong that was unique to him? Or what did they do wrong that Trump didn't do? I mean, what's the answer? Or is this all a steaming pile of baloney because I'm FCC compliant? What's the answer? I'd like to know the answer. I think you'd like to know the answer. But we're not going to get the answer because it's all a lie and a scam. And I keep going back to that. But it is. And the media has totally disgraced itself. The media is never going to be the same. Like I said, everybody's looking. Everybody knows it's garbage. This must end. And people know that. And people are are coming out. It's a little foggy right now in beautiful Los Angeles. It's a little cold. It's 66 degrees. But it's been sunny most of the time. I got to tell you, there's a ton of people out. And they're not wearing masks. And I, I, as I, I, I drive around, I see more and more places are open. I see more and more places are doing business. I see more and more people going, okay, I did my part. I was here to flatten the curve. You asked me, give up two weeks. We'll take care of you and your employees through the Paycheck Protection Program. Give us two weeks to flatten the curve, and then then we'll be fine. And then two weeks, and then they're like, okay, now we need another month because now we're not flattening the curve. Now we're inverting the curve or something. Now we're saying there are no, no cases at all. Remember, the idea behind flattening the curve was to avoid swamping our medical facilities, to avoid a surge in the number of cases that would overwhelm our medical system. Well, we did that. Our medical system. Was stressed in certain places, but it wasn't overwhelmed. There has not been a single American who needed a ventilator who couldn't get a ventilator, not one. We've managed to we managed to flatten the curve. They have not kept their share or their their part of the bargain. Now we're supposed to slowly open up, but boy, slowly it's like. Eh! You know, they're like holding on. They're pulling them and they're they're, they're holding on to the ground and their fingernails are digging in the dirt and they're leaving little furrows because they don't want this to end because they enjoy this power. Again, look at Bill de Blasio. You know, now he's telling those Hasidic folks, he's putting them in their place. He's going to tell them you either obey or I'll arrest you. They love this. And there are all these videos of cops out there hassling. Your kids are playing outside. It's like, dude, I like cops. I like cops a lot. But if you want to make me stop liking cops, if you want to make me take the cops out of people I like and support category and put them people who I don't like and won't support category, going around bullying citizens over baloney, again, I'm a remaining FCC compliant, is the way to do it. That is a perfect way to make us despise you. you. You move us from being... Honored and respected friends to despised foes. Okay, don't do that. Look, police you know at some point you gotta say no. And there are sheriffs out there going, No, I'm not going to arrest people for not wearing a mask while they're out jogging. No, I am not going to arrest a guy in the middle of a lake in a fishing boat. You know? Unless of course he went out with Fredo and is coming back in alone then then that might be subject to further investigation by the way remember the chloroquine guy the guy who uh, trump told him to eat fish cleaner or something and now he's dead the cops investigating his wife for murder go figure oh did i mention she's a rabid democrat yeah so that's that's interesting but anyway look if you're a cop and you want us to hate you obey orders like go get the jews Okay, that's never okay. That cannot possibly be okay. That is never acceptable. If a, and look, you, I'm a military guy, right? Non military lawyer. I'm a lawyer in civilian life, non military lawyer. But one thing they beat into your head, and it never came up in my 27 years you are not to obey an illegal order. Okay, illegal orders murder prisoners. Okay, that's an illegal order. Shoot, uh, bomb those civilians. Who are actual civilians and not harboring the enemy or any of the other exceptions. That's okay. That's a legal order. Um, go round up the Jews. That's a freaking illegal order. Okay. You never do that. And your job is to go, no, sergeant, desk sergeant, police lieutenant, police captain. I'm not doing that. But you should never have gotten down that far. The The chief of police said to the mayor, you know, the mayor, like, go get the, you know, go, go arrest the Jews. And the, and the police chief should said, okay, sir, not going to do that. If you need to take my badge and uh, uh, replace me, you can do that. But I'm never going to do that. That is never going to be something that I do, ever, no matter what. Okay? Yes, and I know it's risky because, you you know, if you don't follow an order because you say it's illegal, that is an exceptional circumstance that will get a lot of attention. And you will be asked to show That it's an illegal order And if you can't you suffer the consequences Of not obeying a legal lawful order Alright yeah Kind of puts you in a tough place Part of your job When you take the oath as a, as a law enforcement officer Or a member of the American military You also take on the responsibility Because you, you promise to obey the Constitution Which means you obey the laws of the United States Which means you don't follow illegal orders Okay Okay And sometimes there's a price to that. Sometimes you you may lose your job. You may lose your pension. Okay? In the military, you could go to jail if you don't follow an order. So you better be right. And you better be right when you do follow an order. Again, I was 27 years in the Army. Never came up. I never had a situation where I had to say, Sir, I believe that order is illegal. And uh, would you rethink it? Now, there are a number of times I said, uh, sir, I'm not sure that's a good idea. I think that's a bad idea, and I think it could come bite you, and here's why I think. So maybe we ought to do it a different way. Perfectly. In fact, you're you're supposed to. You take care of your boss. Boss, man, that's a dumb idea. You don't want to do that. Oh, well, what was I thinking? Thanks, Kurt. Good guidance, as always. You are a wonderful counselor and friend. Um... Uh, Other times I said, look, uh, look, it's, you know, uh, you can tell me to do that. I'll do it. I don't think it's illegal. I don't think it's right. And I'm going to send you, you know, I'm going to send you an email saying, okay, sir, you told me to go do X. I don't think it's a good idea, but I'm going to do it because you told me to and I have to. Okay. You can do that. Again, there are sometimes consequences like that uh, when, when nobody likes a CYA letter. On the other hand, sometimes you got to have your CYA memo. Because somebody's asked you to do some that, you know, could come back and bite you. Not for being illegal necessarily. But for being something that, you know, is just a really, really bad idea. Okay? Go arrest all the Jews is not just a bad idea. That is an illegal order. You don't do that. You say, no, nope, not going. You relieve me. You fire me. You tell me you're no longer a cop. You can go have me hand out volleyballs in the Bronx, at a rec center. But I'm not doing it, and that's what should happen. And we, we see a lot of uh, you know these videos of uh, little police guys hassling kids at playgrounds and stuff. Guys, you got to tell your bosses. Hey s- hey, desk sergeant, that's stupid. We don't need to be doing that. Everybody's going to hate us. You know, it's a lot better to have the kids go, "Yay! It's a policeman." Instead of, uh, here comes a pig. Smell bacon, anybody? I mean, if, if that's, if, you know, if kids look at you as the enemy because you're doing stupid things, well, is that kind of on you? So don't do stupid things. I'm only talking to uh, a, a small portion. Most cops are like, I wouldn't do that. And, and a lot of them would do it, you know, it's Irish democracy. They're just not going to do it. Yeah, I make a big deal out of it. But, you know, a cop comes by, sees a bunch of kids on merry-go-round, Hello, off to the donut shop. I know, it's a stereotype, but donuts are really good. That's one of the things I like about cops. Always eat where the cops do. They know where the food's good. But yeah, they're just like, eh, I'm not gonna do that. Nah, didn't see nothing. Didn't see nothing. 10-4, one Adam 12, responding. All right. Enough about... Serious subject. Let's move to a subject of great importance. Uh, my cooking adventures, particularly using a Rasmussen Solaire Hot Grill. And uh, I've been combining cooking styles, okay, to try and find perfect things. Here's what I did uh, the other day. And I went out and I got a tri-tip. It's a nice tri $42 tri-tip. So well marbled and nice It was just nice. I love I'm a big tri-tip fan. Now, it's not a fatty meat, it's a, a, a really a California kind of cut. Santa Maria Tri-Tip, which is Central Val uh Central California, you know, like San Luis Obispo, Santa Maria, Passover, that kind of area is where it really comes from. But it's one of my favorites, it's kind of barbecuey, um, but it's kind of a tough cut. Yeah, I get a little softer. And what I decided to do instead of my usual way, which I'll oven uh, cook it in the oven and sear it. Uh, I decided to sous vide it. That is, bathe it in hot water. And I have a uh, machine that'll uh, shrink wrap essentially a chunk of meat. And then I have a little heater. And here, I'm going to let you listen to it. Okay, there it is. Uh, that uh, heats and regulates the temperature of water in a Little setup that I have, like a little uh, uh, clear plastic, you know, container, and uh, I've got chicken cooking right now. It was frozen. I took it, uh, threw some bacon fat on it, uh, salt, pepper, Tony Chachere's, and then I stuck it in the bag, sucked all the air out, threw it in a hundred and fifty, and I'll put it in. It'll be about three hours, and it will be thawed and completely cooked. And the Arena can do what the heck she wants with it uh, after but it'll be perfectly cooked. See, it cooks up to the temperature. I set the thing at 130 degrees, which is um, a little, uh, because my wife's Cuban, and for reasons that I don't understand, she likes medium or well-done meat as opposed to the only good way to have it, which is medium rare. And it, 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 this is kind of right on border, 130. I cooked in there for a few hours. And hopefully I was trying to get the fat to render and everything, and it'll just sit there and cook, and you get it out, and it kind of looks kinda gray and gnarly. So you dry it off, and I took the Soler Hot Grill, put it up super high, threw that tri tip on there and seared it. Just seared it all, it seared the sides. Didn't take very long, it was super hot. And it was I cut and it was good. It was good. Now I ran in like a little tough. Kid was like, This is too tough for sandwiches. It not have that voice, but you know, a little kid and, uh, uh, they were wrong. It was perfect. I guess I could have cut a little thinner. I'm a meat slicer, but I didn't want to go get out, but it was, uh, it was really good. So I've been kind of experimenting. I mean, you know, sous videing things and then doing the sear. Cause obviously you're cooking in hot water. It doesn't sear. You have to sear the stuff, uh, this weekend having a, uh, having a friend. Oh yeah. We're having a guest. Yeah. Fight the power. And, uh, Cooking a couple of ribeyes, uh, for me and him because we're men, and a fillet for Arena, and uh, uh, I think I'm going to do it uh, reverse sear. I think I'll cook it in the oven for a while at about 250 for like an hour, then I'll take it outside and sear it on uh, the solar hot grill. So that's kind of how I'm going. Anyway, I know that uh, you know there's nothing like cooking tips. Uh, for your listening pleasure With me, Kurt Schlichter Here on Fighting Words, the Hugh Hewitt Podcast, affiliated podcast uh, Follow me At Twitter At Kurt Schlichter Go buy my books They're fun Collapse is the latest And you got Indian Country and People's Republic And Wildfire, Action, Adventure Mockery of Liberals, they're perfect Bill Kristol called these books appalling You will love them read my town halls every monday and thursday and then get town hall vip so you can have my wednesday column and so you can listen in to my own call my own other podcast which is totally fcc non-compliant that's unredacted that's on mondays and then i have a chat for uh at eight eastern five pacific at least while this virus thing's happening with my pals palace show larry o'connor chris Degall, and uh uh, not safe for work or anywhere else, let me tell you. So, anyway, that's how it goes. This is Kurt Schlichter. Thank you very much. I will uh, be back for another edition next week of Fighting Words. Bye-bye.